Praise the Lord. We're in Matthew chapter 28, if you want to follow along. Beat the horn anytime you want. Some of you will beat just to shut me up. I promise not to keep you too long. I know it's chilly and everything. Um, Y'all see me okay? If not, I'd go higher. I'd go real high. Appreciate uh, them donating this to us. So Matthew 28, beginning in verse 1, the title of this message is Fear Not, for He is Risen. Fear Not, for He is Risen. After the Sabbath ended, at the first light of dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to take a look at the tomb. Suddenly the earth shook beneath their feet as the angel of the Lord Jehovah descended from heaven. Lightning flashed around him, and his robe was dazzling white. The guards were stunned and terrified, lying motionless like dead men. Then the angel walked up to the tomb, rolled away the stone, and sat on top of it. Suddenly the earth shook violently beneath their feet as the angel of the Lord Jehovah descended from heaven. Can you picture this in your mind? Lightning flashed around him, and his robe was dazzling white. The guards were stunned and terrified, lying motionless like dead men. Then the angel walked up to the tomb, rolled away the stone, and sat on top. Amazing. Verse 4, suddenly the earth shook violently beneath their feet. Lightning flashed again. The guards were stunned. Jesus who was crucified he isn't here he has risen victoriously just as he said come inside the tomb and see the place where our Lord was lying then run and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead I give you his message I'm going ahead of you in Galilee and you will see me there. And you will see me there. I know a lot of us wonder what this is all about, what's going on with all this. I know these are difficult times. They're, they're difficult not, not, just, not just because we might be afraid of, of getting the virus, but we're concerned about losing in income, losing our jobs, and we're concerned about grandkids and kids and being separated from family. I know it's a difficult time. Can you imagine all these soldiers, all of a sudden there's an earthquake and there's this brilliant light like lightning flash. I mean, this this will this will scare you. This was a turning point. This was a momentous moment. It's nothing like what we're facing now, but these soldiers were scared to death. The women were scared to death. Listen, this thing Blessing. And all this, God is still doing a work. And all this, we're seeing. 
seeing that we're actually reaching more people now than we were before. God's, God is doing an amazing thing. This pandemic reminds me of what happened in, in Luke chapter 8, where it says the disciples were scattered because of persecution. They had no intention of leaving Jerusalem. They thought everyone was going to come to them. That's just the way they were thinking in their minds. But persecution came to the church and they were scattered all over the Roman Empire. We are scattered now, but we're like seed all over the place. And I believe in God is going to fall in our homes, make altars in our homes. God is meeting us. And I believe just like on the day of Pentecost, I believe the Lord is going to fall in our homes and bless us as families. If everyone agrees, say amen. Amen. Now notice the first thing the angel tells them to do. He tells them, go look at the empty tomb. It's kind of odd. Go look at the empty tomb. Why? I like what he says in verse 24. He said, why seek the living among the dead? But he wanted them to know with absolute certainty that Jesus was no longer there. That that grave was a dead place. And you're never going to find an answer in a dead place. You're not going to find your answers in the past, your failures from the past, things from the past, fears from the past. You're never going to find it there. But praise God, He is alive. Amen. My, my word to everyone is, don't seek answers in dead places. Listen, take the word grace, G-R-A-C-E, and take the word grave, G-R-A-V-E. There's only one letter difference. One letter difference between those two words. But that one letter makes all the difference between a grave and grace. We're living under grace. We're not living under the power of the grave. This pandemic does not define us, amen. This is not a grave situation. We are living under grace. We're looking for grace places, not grave places. So he says, he's gone ahead of you. He tells the women, he's gone ahead of you. So fear not. Fear not. Why not? Fear not because he has risen. I mean, they weren't kidding it. They thought he was still dead. He said, fear not. I remember one other time Jesus said, fear not. You remember when there were when he and the disciples were crossing the lake, a violent storm came up, right? And Jesus is lying in the boat. Jesus is sound asleep. And they were they were bailing. Kind of wonder if he had one eye open, you know. I, want, I don't know. The Bible says he was asleep. Let's go with that. But he's asleep in the back of the boat. The ship's about to go down, and they wake him up. 
because they were afraid. We're living in a time where we may feel afraid. But I want you to catch this. Jesus rebuked them for their lack of faith. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? I'm in the boat. I'm in the boat. Listen, I want to tell you something. We, the reason we're not afraid is not, not because we think that we'll never get it. We, some of us, you know, and I do praise God, not one person in our church has been inf infected with this. themselves that they were going to stay in the city. They were going to stay. Because even family members were leaving. Listen, when you got the bubonic plague, usually you didn't live beyond five days. Some people died in one day. People died horribly very fast, but nobody was taking care of them. Nobody was by their bedside. Nobody was, uh, uh, you know, taking care of their fever. And these, these blessed sisters decided, we're going to stay in the city. One by one, each of these nuns got sick. And one by one, every one of them died. They did it knowing they would probably die. Now listen, I know we should be careful. 
keep our social distancing, all that stuff. Nobody wants to get sick. But I, that, that just moved me. Because I began to think about our own church. I, I think about these, these, all these guys out, guys and gals and young people out here who are willing to come out and serve you. I, I thought about everybody at the food bank. There's about 30 people out there giving food out to hundreds of people every Saturday. I think about all the phone calls that have been made, all the, the, all the cards you may have gotten in the mail, the phone calls. Uh, listen, our, our prayer team, our street team, is still going out in the street, praying on the sidewalks, praying for people, praying for businesses. They're out there, they're out there yesterday praying. I mean, that, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm pretty emotional. We've had, uh, every Saturday, we, we have teams going out, delivering baskets of food and necessities, and everyone that has called needing something, we've been able to send someone out. You say, well, that's, you shouldn't do that. That's risky. Listen, I, I know we need to use common sense, but at the same time, we need to be courageous. And we need to be a ministering church no matter what. Amen. We are not afraid. We are not afraid because Jesus is in our boat. You know, right after the resurrect, resurrection, Jesus, you know, the angel told them, Jesus has gone ahead. And they were in Jerusalem. Jesus would meet the disciples north of that in Galilee. He said, go to the disciples. And they were all locked. Listen, the disciples were in quarantine. They were locked. I mean, they bolted the doors. They, locked. they figured they'd be the next ones to get crucified. They were afraid for their lives. But in the midst of that quarantine, Jesus walked in the room. Amen. I mean, he literally walked in the room supernaturally. He went through the locked door. He went through the wall and walked into there. Amen. And ate with them. Wow. Jesus is going to supernaturally come to us. And we do not have to be afraid this Easter. Because he is risen. Listen, he is risen. At the last supper, at the last supper, he, he said, and they were there for Passover to remember Moses, right? He said, from now on, we're not going to come together to remember Moses. From now on, we're going to come together to remember him. Not in the past tense, but remember him in the present tense. And in the future tense, because our Savior, unlike other religions, our Savior, Jesus Christ, is alive and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus said, I have to go away so I can send you another comforter. And the Holy Ghost lives with us now. You saw the t-shirts that everyone's wearing. T-shirt simply saying the church has left the building. We've left the building. And I know
know, one of these days, and maybe I'm hoping. Let, let's 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 just hope we can all get together for Mother's Day. Wouldn't that be great? but Mother's Day would be awesome. But, you know, at some point, we're all going to come back together. But when we come back together, I believe we're going to be changed. I don't think we're going to be the same. And I don't think we're coming together so we can gain strength. I think we're coming together in strength. It's like when Jesus came out of the wilderness, he came out in the power of the Holy Ghost. The 120, when they came out of their 10-day quarantine, they came out in the power of the Holy Ghost. We're coming out of our homes in the power of the Holy Ghost in the last days. So, so, so in conclusion, three words we've been sharing. Be calm. They all start with the letter C. Be calm. Be compassionate. This is the best way to deal with fear is to minister to somebody else. It's hard to be it's hard to be afraid when you're just when you're always thinking about someone else and how you can be a blessing and how you can touch somebody's life. So be calm, be compassionate, and be courageous. And I believe if we'll follow that, uh, we're we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be all right. We are not afraid because he is risen. He is alive. What a tremendous Easter this Listen, you, you will never forget this Easter. Your kids will never forget this Easter. By the way, I, I appreciate all the teams, all the young people that went out. I don't know how many homes they went to last night. And they were hiding Easter eggs. Every home that has young kids. We went to every home in our church that has young kids, and they hid Easter eggs in the yard. And on and this morning, as they woke up, all the little kids found eggs in them. Give our young people a hand. You be sure to be sure to thank them if you see one of them running around. Praise God. They, they, our young people have been going out. They've been at the food bank. They've been helping us. It's been amazing. Praise God. I'm getting emotional. I've been emotional. Y'all ready to worship? Listen, listen I want you to uh, get your communion ready in, in, in every packet. You were given communion. Now, these are prepackaged. These are prepackaged. So uh, no one's touched them. You can uh, just go ahead and open those. I'll give you just a minute as as we play softly. And we're going to receive.